0: Monica Matthews. Monica Matthews Welcome show. back to the Monica Matthews show. Happy last day of May, 2023. Today is Wednesday hump day. Two more days till the weekend. Everybody's probably thrown a little off. Hope you're doing well. Hope that you are experiencing abundant life, abundant love and abundant liberty. And if you are, if you are, grounded and rooted in your eyes or stayed upon the word that I know that you are, in fact, experiencing all of those on an abundant level. So, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Remember that show? Welcome back, Carter. Welcome back, Cotta. Uh, it's been a long time and I'm telling you my age. So, welcome back. If you missed yesterday's broadcast, I would encourage you to go and take a listen. Will hopefully inspire you to understand that Christendom is not completely reliant upon the chicken sandwich. I'm not going to bemoan or otherwise belabor that point on tonight's broadcast. But I do want to. Expound upon something that I talked about yesterday, which is really awesome and beautiful and hope-filled and should give us the warm and fuzzies and the good stuff, right? The good stuff, keep us hopeful, keep our eyes um, above all of this badness going on here in the earth, is particularly in this country. So, today after my meditation time, I was reading and I was in Psalm 33. And actually, I was going to read Psalm 33 from the New Living translation but, uh, translation, but I'm not because it's a little bit anemic. So, I'm going to scroll and look for the King James Version, which is what I usually uh, go by. So, because it's not quite anemic. Okay. You ready? Here we go. I read this in a Twitter space this morning. If you were not a part of that, I welcome you to go back and listen. It was recorded. It is still up on my Twitter page, which is Monica on air talk. Monica on air talk. I now have 160,000.1 followers. I believe I'm still heavily shadow banned. And I believe that for a number of reasons. Although if you look at my impressions, if you're an advertiser, you definitely want to advertise with me because I have ton o impressions, like lots, which will translate to sales for you, which is why I'm partnered with Gold Co. And we'll get to that in just a minute. But if you look at my likes and my retweets, it's kind of interesting because you'd be like, hmm, what's up with that? And so you know my account along with several other of my conservative colleagues we are all having massive issues with being throttled and uh my account was never suspended for any type of you know anti first amendment or uh yeah, you know, people trying to throttle me do to you know, to try to uh throttle my first amendment right. None none of that. I could talk about politics. I mean I for the longest time remember I joked, I think either or either my father, my Emily father or the CIA is in charge of my account. Either way, um go and check out the space from this morning because it was very encouraging. And I got many messages about it, and people were very grateful for it. And all glory and praise goes to our Heavenly Father because He inspired me to share that with you. But this is where it, this was the genesis of that Twitter space. Are you ready? I'm in Psalm 33, if you'd like to follow along. I'm in the King James Version, beginning of verse 1. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, for praise is comely for the upright, Praise the Lord with harp and sing unto him with the psaltery and an instrument of ten strings. Sing unto him a new song, play skillfully with a loud noise, for the word of the Lord is right and all his works are done in truth. He loveth righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord." I'm going to stop right through this verse 5. We'll continue on in just a moment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. So yesterday, in my podcast from yesterday, I was like, you got to look around. Because what we're doing right now is glorifying and amplifying the work of demons in this earth. And while we do, in fact, have an Ephesians 6 and 12 battle ensuing, which we've always had and will continue to have until they are thrown into the lake of fire for all of eternity. This is going to be the earthly reality, right? But the that may be factual, but the truth is that our Father's goodness is all around us, and the earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof. I said that just yesterday. So, so my point yesterday was, Christendom does not hinge upon a chicken sandwich or Dan Cassie's inability to understand correct dogma in um, scripture or Louis Guglio's or any other mega pastor who is on the, you know, uh, BLM propaganda tour due to lack of understanding. I believe I, I don't think it's anything malicious. I hope it's nothing malicious. I hope there's not money involved with why people would lead millions of others astray to an apology tour that effectively diminishes the finished work of the spilled blood of Christ Yeshua, the living son of Yahweh. That's a problem. Amen. And I think most of you would agree with that who are actual Christians. You would agree with that. And if you're not, what I just said is 1000% true that we've, All of our sins have already been accounted for, atoned for, uh, appropriated for, all of that. It's all been reconciled. We've been reconciled back to our Creator through the blood of His Son, and that includes all sins, with the exception of blaspheming the Holy Spirit, which some people in the church today are making a living and, and or a habit of doing, which is kind of scary stuff. When you're assigning a value of demonics to the holy, you're going to have some real problems on hands. <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's not good. No, nope, win. And so you need to understand what that looks like when it sounds like, and in its basic form, here's, here's how it goes, you ready? It's the people who that who do not believe in abundant life right now. They do not believe in abundant life right now, and they certainly don't believe in the power of the living God right now to raise the dead, heal the sick, cast out demons, to take authority, to live in dominion right now. They do not believe that, and they will call themselves Christian, and it is an absolute heresy for people to tell you that the power of God is dead. That is blaspheming the Holy Spirit, or they will attribute signs and wonders of the Holy Spirit to demonics, which is exactly what the Pharisees did to Christ. They accused him of having a devil by which or by whom he was casting out other devils. And his response was priceless. How stupid do you have to be to think that a house divided against itself won't fall? Why, if I have a devil, would I be casting my own out? I still want to know what he wrote in the dirt. Right before he told that young lady caught in adultery, who was the only one dragged out of the house, by the way, to go and sin no more, I wonder what he wrote in the dirt. Because that had to be life-altering for her. I, I just, don't you want to know? That had to be super powerful. So we focus on a lot of the enemy's work right now. And, and I know that because I see it all over social media. And, and to me, we're glorifying and amplifying. And for those of you who subscribe to the energy fields, and, and, to, and I'm not suggesting that that's not true, but, but for those of you who tend to swim more in the um, unseen, if you will, uh, in the quantum arena of of, exist, of life's existence, then you know what I'm saying is true, that the more negative, the world loves to talk about negativity, and it's a 1,000% true. And the church is so afraid of anything that says energy because we're so afraid of, of evil. The church is fundamentally afraid of evil things. It's, and I've seen it in deliverance ministry for a while. And so people start beating the bushes for devils. Before you know it, everybody's got a devil. Every church, every person professing Christ, every healing, every miracle. People start blaspheming the Holy Spirit. Not, I think they don't just, I just think they don't know what they're doing, honestly. I don't know, or either God has blinded their eyes and their ears and they're dull and their senses have been made dull and they have no belief around that. And that's really dangerous territory. But to be afraid of the evil in the earth is totally antithesis. It is anti-God. It is anti-Christ for those of us who profess to be in Christ. We cannot be afraid of basic Newtonian principles. And call ourselves Christians. We just can't. And it doesn't mean that we're levitating. It doesn't mean that we're, you know, praying to Sasha Fierce before every concert. It, it doesn't mean that, you know, that we're hosting seances in the name of Christ. None of that. You know, they're mutually exclusive, you guys. And But the more of the negativity on that level that we're operating on, that energetic level, you are going to highlight and perpetuate that type of activity because that's what you're admi- that's what you're worshiping that is what you're honoring that's what you're observing that is what you're observing and we are warned about those types of observances and so as the lord's reminding me hey the earth is mine and the fullness thereof i am everywhere you can see me if you're looking for me, right? If you have the eyes of a child, remember Christ himself said, unless you are like this little child, you will in no wise enter in. You won't even see the kingdom. And so I really want to impart what Father has been imparting to me in the past few days, which is this renewed sense of discernment, this renewed sense of my cup is overflowing this renewed sense of the uh, this this renewed enthusiasm and fire for this truth right here which is the earth is full of the goodness of the lord and i really want to pour that out to you because the devil is busy But the earth is our father's in the fullness thereof. It's not Satan's. And I no longer accuse or or express who Satan is in accusatory terms. And I'll tell you why. Because even Michael didn't bring in an accusation. Archangel Michael did not bring an accusation against Satan. He did not he said the lord rebukes you now if the archangel of all military warring armies in the heavenlies is going to look at a fellow created being who also was given authority when he was in heaven and took authority here when he fell um if he's going to understand the heavenly hierarchy it doesn't mean that i that i I understand in whom it is I am seated and where. And so I understand my authority is not my own. It is when I am operationally sitting in and, and in pursuit of and in fellowship with my Lord and my Savior, Yeshua, the living Christ. When I take authority over things, I know that it's not in my name. It's in his. Amen. But but what I'm suggesting is that some people have like this very interesting um mocking spirit whenever it comes to the enemy or they worship at his feet because they're afraid of him and either one of those attitudes i think is not accurate i don't think it's spiritually healthy but that's just my opinion um and then some christians are deathly afraid of, of, of this whole conversation. And so they won't entertain it at all, but what they'll do is amplify his messaging, his works, the fighting, the murders, the rapes, the harvesting, the organ, the organ harvesting, the wars, the rumors of wars, the backbiting, the politics, the cussing, the cursing people, the the confused, sexual confusion, hating on people who are confused, you name it. And it's amplify, amplify, amplify. And, and that is like lower level existence. And it does have an effect on all of us as created beings. And some of you think it's Mercury and retrograde and the boogeyman and whatever. in full moons and stars and the tides and all this stuff. And you guys think that that's what's affecting us the most. And I'm telling you now, I think it's our thoughts and our words and our deeds. Our thoughts ha- are made up of matter. As a man thinketh, so is he. Your thoughts have energy. You have bacteria in your body that has an energy life force that can be measured outside of your body. So don't tell me that your thoughts don't have weight because they do. And anything with weight has matter. So, so there is an unseen molecular structure called energy to our thoughts. Amen. And so, as I'm, as I'm teaching this and as I'm imparting this, rather, I, I hope this inspires you to be more mindful of what you're thinking, what you're saying, what you're tweeting, what you're posting, and and what you're feeling. All of that. If it does not align with the Word of God, and particularly this Word, which says His His. His beauty and goodness is full in this earth. You can see it everywhere. Amen? Then it it shouldn't be tweeted, and it shouldn't be parroted or posted or sent or spoken or, you know, harvested in any way, shape, or form in our thought processes. It's dangerous. It's dangerous for us, and it's dangerous for those around us. So, verse 6, By the word of the Lord were the heavens made. And all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathered the waters of the sea together as in heap. He layeth up the depth in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord and let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. The Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught, which means nothing. Here's your hope about everything that's going on right now with the counsel of the heathen. We know we have false accusers that are abounding. There are people still sitting in prison who have not had fair trials or a trial at all or preliminary hearings, nothing. And so we know that people have been falsely accused. President Trump's right at the top of that list. We know there's all kinds of things going on in this earth where the heathen, we're rolling over into pride month beginning tomorrow. That is a heathen month, period. That The bottom line, pride. I don't even have to mention homosexuality. But anything to do with pride is not of our kingdom as believers. It is the antithesis. We, we come from the kingdom of humility, right? And whenever the word says that God resists the proud, <laughs> that's a problem right that you will be brought to nothing like stubble that's what your pride gives you that that is the result of living a proud life and i could go into a much deeper analysis of in my own personal experience with pride and what i've observed in my years as a human being on this earth and a minister and political consultant and i and i can tell you that pride has as much Far more, it's far-reaching in depth and breadth and uh, and all of that with with what pride really is, right? And it's meant to stoke you, by the way. It's meant to get you all fluffed up and frizzed and all that, and all of that again is energy related to you and sucks from your energy uh, reserves, right? And it and it actually does affect what you put out into the world. So I so the Lord resists the proud. And I know I've certainly had proud seasons, and I was certainly resisted because I couldn't come into fellowship with them because I was too full of myself. Amen? So it's not just a homosexual agenda. But the Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to nothing, nothing, nothing to naught, right? Their best ideas, nothing will come of it. He makes the devices of the people of none effect. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The thoughts of his heart to all generations. Verse 12, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and the people whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance. The Lord looketh from heaven and he beholdeth all the sons of men. That means he sees you too, by the way. He sees you. He sees you. He knows your name. Knows every hair on your head. Some of you don't feel very seen. Many feel very forgotten, unloved, unaccepted, unacceptable, rejected. There's all, you know, every form of lie that the enemy would tell you to keep you out of fellowship with your father, with your heavenly, loving, merciful father who wants to regenerate you and bring you back into your right mind, your right heart, your right spirit, your right fellowship, all of it, right living, right standing. All of it, sanity he will the enemy of your soul will tell you anything and even give you proof to back it up <laughs> through other men through other for, through man, through circumstances, through people, through you know seeds you have actually sown that are now coming home to roost right so and and all of that will be used against you, but right here the word says that the Lord looketh from heaven and he beholds all the sons of men all. That's important to know that he sees you from the place of his habitation. Verse 14. He looks upon all the inhabitants of the earth. at you. He fashions their hearts alike. He considers all their works. There is no king saved by the multitude of a host and a mighty man is not delivered by much strength. A horse is a vain thing for safety. Neither shall he deliver any by his great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy. I just tweeted something yesterday or a couple of days ago that, that was like, man, how many of you have taken inventory and, and you just realized just what a soup sandwich you are and, and that without his mercy, you would have no hope, like nada, none. Even after coming to the Lord, even after being saved, you've gone back to some vomit. You, you've gone back to backslide, you know, you're backslidden. You've gone back to some old habits, some old people, some old addictions, some old ways of thinking and feeling and doing and moving and breathing. And, and and you have, you know, looked back, right, after putting your hand to the plow. Well, Uh, how many of you have stopped to do inventory long enough to be like, you know what? Without your mercy, I have no hope. None. And I've said that myself where it's like, if I like King David, if I don't have your Holy spirit and I don't have your mercy, I have nothing. Because some of us said, amen to Jesus. And we went right back to some of our old stuff, right? And so what do you do? You you better understand that his mercies are new every morning and, and that's not a blanket, you know, get out of jail free card to just keep going back to your vomit, back to your vomit, back to your vomit. That is not the greasy gray slope. That that is that is not the free ride on the greasy gray slope at all. That is I'm I am overcoming. And I slipped and I fell and I and, and sometimes you don't just slip and fall into it, you run back to it. Or it comes to find you. And when you're not quite rooted in the word, and you're certainly not rooted in mercy, and you don't understand the fullness and the depth and the breadth of the love that he has for us and the fellowship that he longs to have with us, and just how serious that is, how intimately sweet and kind and humble and beautiful that is, you, my dear, are without hope. That's a really scary place to be. And speaking of hope, here we go. Um, Verse 19, to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul waiteth for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our heart shall rejoice in him because we have trusted in his holy name. Ready? Last verse, 22. Let thy mercy, O Lord. Be upon us according as we hope in Thee. So we have to have hope. We have to have joy. We have to have peace with Him. He has made peace with us through the cross, He has declared peace. Some Christians are preaching that he has declared war on us because we see that the enemy is warring against us down here. And we've taken up our little toothpicks and decided to war with one another because we've been manipulated. We have been carried off into a system and into a snare, into a giant industrial complex of warfare and, and we've got our little toothpicks and we're just jabbing, stabbing at each other's souls and our psyches and, you know, psychic vampires, just, you know, spending all of our energy online fighting with other people. And then we wonder why we don't see the hope, the joy, the peace, the restoration, the abundant life. And so then what do we do? Then we say, Oh, well that's for the future. Right, and so whenever false teachers pop up to try to convince you that the abundant life is for whenever you die, and allegedly get a banjo and a robe and a halo or whatever you think you're going to get and some wings, apparently, and I don't mean with barbecued, then I, you know, apparently some of Christendom believes that that's what we're waiting for, and you should not have any expectation. I just heard someone preach that. And it blew my mind, and I've warned you all about that. Actually, I think I did a space about that just last week, too, coming from a pastor by the name of MacArthur, who is allegedly, um, yes, related to General MacArthur. But it was mind-blowing. It, I was like, what? And you would be shocked, as to, and some of you may actually follow these, these uh, false teachers. But these are the nihilists. These are the fatalists. These are the people who clearly do not put their hope in the actual word of God. Any God of hope. <laughs> uh, clearly, they didn't read John 17. And if they did, they forgot the part where Jesus... As a matter of fact, let's go over there. Let's read that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that before I close out because it's important. This is important. I don't have to tell you these people are false teachers. I'm going to let the Word tell you. All right, John 17. Here we go. And I'm doing the New King James Version. This is Jesus' praise for himself. Verse 1. Jesus spoke these words, lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son that your Son also may glorify you. As you have given him authority over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you the only true God in Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I have glorified you in the earth. I have finished the work which you have given me to do. And now, O oh Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. I have manifested your name to the men whom you have given me out of the world. They were yours. You gave them to me and they have kept your word. Now they have known that all things which you have given me are from you. For I have given to them the words which you have given me, and they have received them, and they have known surely that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I pray for them. Verse 9, I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. And all mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I am glorified in them. Now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to you. Holy Father, keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those whom you gave me I have kept, and none of them is lost except the son of perdition that the scripture might be fulfilled." But now I come to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have also sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified by the truth. Now here's where he prays for all believers. You ready? Get ready. Open your heart, open your mind, ready? Verse 20, I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. And the glory which you gave me, I have given them that they may be one just as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one and that the world may know that you have sent me and I have loved them as you have loved me. Father, I desire that they also whom you gave me may be with me where I am that they may behold my glory, which you have given me, for you loved me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you, and these have, not, these have known you that you sent me. And I have declared to them your name and will declare it, and that, love, that the love with which you loved me may be in them, and I in them. That is John 17 and that you know that our joy is complete amen and some of these folks want you to believe that we're just here to serve demons this is satan's domain to a lot of preachers so the fatalists and the nihilists they'll tell you we're we're you just expect your glory on the other side of that banjo and the robe that we talked about right but thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven like right this day Give us this day. He didn't say, hey, when they all make it to the other side of the rainbow, Father, you know, thank you that your will will finally be done on earth as it. What? Does that even sound plausible to you? You don't even have to have a a theology degree or eschatology or, you know, all. you don't have to have all that. Does that even sound remotely plausible? That somehow you got to, that Jesus was saying, hey, we got to wait. We're going to have to wait. He did say that we would have trouble in this world and that whenever he left, that we would need to fast and pray and, and be diligent. He did say that. We would always have trouble in this world. But that he leaves us his peace, which surpasses all understanding. And he overcame the world. So guess what? We do, too. He already overcame it. So don't fear it. Don't fear evil. Do not fear man. I already overcame the world. Amen. And I'm going to leave you there because it's. I want you to get rest this evening embrace this truth and embrace the enthusiasm that comes with the truth. There's hope, there's joy, there's peace, there's understanding, there's wisdom. There's, oh my gosh, so much beauty in the word of God. There's so much beauty and you can go through a ton of different translations. I I prefer the King James and then I branch out from there only because I, 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 love words and I want to make sure that I, I'm digging into that I get like the full meal deal on, like I just, I was going to read from a translation earlier that I found to be slightly anemic, where I wanted you to hear those words that the, the beauty of the Lord is in the earth. You can look around and see him everywhere. It is full on full display. And we're coming into the summer months when some of you are getting ready to take vacations and you're you're planning on traveling and creating experiences with your loved ones. And I really want to encourage you that whenever you're out there on the road and you're meeting with strangers, when you're packing the kids, when you're packing the car, when you're checking things off the list, did you get everything packed, you know, and, and you're stressing out, you know, forget it, forget about it, don't stress about it. Be excited about the fact that you even have an income to take your kids on, you know, to have an experience like that. And be excited and see God in everything, literally in, in, in every nuance and in every moment. There's my Pomeranian saying amen. So get excited. Look for him in every place, in everything, in every face you come across. Look for him. Be excited. You will find what and who you are looking for. I've always taught my daughter that is 1,000% true. Whatever I'm looking for, I will find. If I'm walking into a place filled with fear and, and rejection and I'm believing the racial divide tropes and all that crazy stuff, and I, and I walk into a place and I might be the only white face or whatever. And all of a sudden I start thinking about, you know, people's Twitter feeds where white girls are getting their butt kicked all over the globe, right? Well, how will really, really, like, really? That's our experience everywhere we go. Give us a break. But once that's in your psyche, you know, you start to think, huh? Oh, hold on now. You know, maybe I should have worn my BLM shirt. I don't, something stupid, right? Stupid. That is worshiping at the altar of the devil. And that is fearing our fellow man, which is retarded. It is stunted. It is lower level thinking in, in believing and behaving. And that is not where we're seated. We're not seated below Satan. We're not seated below the elements. We're not seated below demons and devils, a third of them were kicked out. We're not seated below them. We were created a little lower than the angels. But but we are seated in our in our Savior, at, in our spirit being at the right hand of the Father. And that if the Holy Spirit is dwelling inside of you then those are the eyes with which we are called to see everything. And that's how we're called to live our lives. And so I hope that inspires you and encourages you to take your peace tonight. Get excited about life. I know that sounds crazy. To some of you where you're like excited, what did you see what Kevin McCarthy just did with Biden? You see what's happening in Ukraine, Monica, you see our borders are down. What are you nuts? You're telling me to see the economy. I've lost 45% of my retirement. Well, I tried to tell you over a year ago to move that stuff, didn't I? Didn't I? Didn't I? I've been warning you guys because he put people on the wall and he put some of us in position to be able to position you favorably moving into the days of famine. But when your eyes are stuck on the demonics and on the devil's glory and on what man is doing. To take away your hard earned savings in retirement, you're not going to move. You're going to be paralyzed with overthinking and fear and still trying to blow up the phone of your, of your portfolio manager who won't even return your calls, right? But for those of you who actually made the leap of faith and you hedged your retirement portfolios and your savings at monicaprotectswithgold.com. You are legitimately sleeping better at night. I know you are because I've heard you. And you're no longer, you know, fighting with your spouse because that person doesn't want to get off the wall. And you're watching your portfolio hit the toilet because of the manipulation of man. And you know what drives markets? Fear and faith. That's it. That's it. It's binary. Those are your two choices. You've got fear that drives a market, which more, more often than not, it's faith. I mean, it's fear. It's not hope. But hope can also drive markets. Okay. So all of that is emotionally driven. So why would you trust your retirement to a market completely at the mercy of man's emotions? Why would you do that? Unless you have the money to blow and then you're probably a day trader and there's a whole lot of money to be made in that actually. But for those of you who are working nine to fives or you're coming up on retirement, you know that your retirement account has plummeted. You know that. And if you think it's going to rebound anytime soon, I'm just here to tell you, and I'm not a financial advisor and I'm not a witch or a warlock and I don't have a crystal ball and I don't believe in monitoring the tides for my menstrual cycle and all that weird stuff that people do. I'm not into all of that. I'm just telling you, I don't mean to defile you with that. It was a little bit of a joke, but I'm just telling you that you can see what's happening in the earth. And some of us have been warning you, right? Right. And so if you're, if you're, you just heard what he said in here about famine, right? He's going, he's providing, he will provide for his own, but I'm going to tell you something. You have to be positioned in your mind, in your spirit, and in your body in order to see it and receive it and live it just like those children that Christ told us about. Unless you enter in as a child, and if you have forgotten what that's like, go sit at a park and watch children play. Just watch them. Watch your own babies. Watch your grandbabies. Just watch how they play. Watch who they run to. Watch how they interact with life and things around them and wonder and joy and hope and playtime and they're inquisitive and they're curious and they have no i mean to a certain age till their prefrontal cortex starts to kick in uh they they have no they have no reason maybe they, the, they don't even have the ability to reason but they have no reason to fear and doubt and argue and you, you know all of that to a certain extent And with their parents, they they may push back, but they have implicit faith, usually, and trust. That's what we're called to. Amen. And the only way that's fostered is by you spending time fellowshipping yourself with the Word. And the Word changes you and renews your mind, literally washes your mind And creates a brand new way of thinking, feeling, believing. And you will begin to end behaving. And you will begin to experience life more abundant. Not post-mortem, now. And that is how we know this word is true. Because you will see, I see him in many of you. I see him in the things you, that you care about, that concern you, things you write about, you tweet about, you post about, you write to me about. I see his beauty in you. And so please foster that. Please foster that. And also head over to with Gold.com and be a mature adult around your finances. Quit leaving that. You don't become a victim of those who are serving lesser gods amen you know exactly what i'm talking about we serve the one living and only god amen so again i was reading from john 17 today and psalm 33 And I may do another Twitter space in the morning. Some people have asked if I would consider doing one every morning, just a brief Twitter space to get everybody started in the day, reading scripture and praying. And I may do so. So stay tuned, Monica, on your talk. Be good to your neighbor beginning in your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one.